Yo, 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 what's happening, people? Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts, My Opinion Sports Podcast. Championship Sunday. It's this Sunday. Man, it's going down. We're going to see who's going to win this AFC between the Bengals and the Chiefs and who's going to win the NFC between the 49ers and the Rams. We're going to find out who's going to the Super Bowl this Sunday. I'm going to give you all my opinion about those games. Then give y'all my opinion about uh the Broncos hiring the Packers uh offensive coordinator gonna give y'all my opinion about Sean Payton stepping away and Big Ben retire let me give y'all some of his stats and my opinion if he a Hall of Fame quarterback or not and then of course I'm not gonna leave this uh episode without talking about NBA of course I'm gonna give y'all those up uh last night's scores and stats and somebody had a big franchise record last night we're going to get to it, man. But first, the Bengals and the Chiefs. Ah, oh, man, round two. Last time the Bengals had beat the Chiefs 34-31 in week 17 matchup, and Jamar Chase went the hell off. I believe my man had like 11 receptions, like 200-some-odd yards, and like three touchdowns. So, I know he's looking to uh, feast up on his Chiefs defense. But, you know what I mean? Also, the Chiefs is also in that fourth AFC championship. So, they pretty much know how to handle this adversity. I'm pretty sure they're not going to let uh, that one game define that the, the, the Bengals are better than them. Because, oh, no. Y'all know Patrick Mahomes not going to have that. He says now it's the possibility that Tom Brady might be retired. He can be the next GOAT. Baby goat, Billy goat, however y'all goats y'all want, however we want to crown the goats upcoming next. But you know what I mean, Patrick Mahomes is that quarterback that's that you can co- consider a, an elite quarterback. You know what I mean? He didn't been to uh, two back to back Super Bowls. He didn't like I said. He already didn't been to four AFC championships. So it's safe to say that the Chiefs know how to handle this adversity. But on the other hand, the Bengals, they pretty sure they want to put that stamp out there. They want to know who they, who they said they're going to beat those Bengals. I'm pretty sure that's going to be the chant throughout the whole weekend for these guys. You know what I mean? Because Joe Burrow has single-handedly shown that sometimes a quarterback can be your answer for your franchise. And Joe Burrow is showing that because last year the Bengals, man, we all thought that, all right, Joe Burrow was going to come here, win a couple games. The Bengals going to miss the playoffs. But the the following year, the third year, his third year, that Joe Burrow was going to be that quarterback to be talking about. Now we over here giving Joe Burrow that praise that he might be over Justin Herbert. It's a possibility that he could be over Josh Allen, even though we know that it's, 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 it's too early. You know what I mean? It's safe to say that. Uh, Josh Allen already got a little bit more wins over him, you know, including Herbert too. But Josh Allen, he he has been to the AFC Championship, lost to the Chiefs, and Joe Burrow has not. You know, like this is his first full season, so you know, what I mean, it's it's going to be some things to see, and it's going to be a good test uh, for the Bengals. I believe if the Bengals play good, solid defense. The Bengals, um, the Bengals can win. They already showed that they can kind of keep the score up from uh, the Chiefs last in that Week 17 matchup. 
So if the Bengals can kind of just follow that same formula, add a little bit more Joe Mixon in there this time, you know, don't let Joe Burrow go out there and try to be a gunslinger against Pat, uh, Patrick Mahomes, man, because my opinion, I think Mahomes will win that battle. Also, it can, can, y'all, can the Bengals defense handle two stars? Well, you can say yeah, but now it's crunch time. It's critical. You did it in week 17. I keep on saying it over and over. But now, it's can you do it in the biggest stage now? Can you stop Kelsey on a consistent basis? Can you make sure that Kelsey doesn't break off from his routes and uh, find a hole in your defense? Can y'all stop uh, Tyreek Hill from going over the top? Or y'all play so soft that he can wiggle and show his pump return skills? So, you know, it's going to be a lot of questions because these are all things that the Chiefs just did to the Bills. And the Bills had a damn shootout with them. So, you know, it's going to be a very interesting AFC West game. I mean, AFC championship game. And um, I honestly don't even know who I really want to ride with. I kind of want to ride with the Chiefs, honestly, because they've been there, done that. They know what they expect. They know what is going to come. And they are pretty much... Super Bowl ready. They got good coaching staff. They got great players. They got great schemes. You know, what more do you can you ask for? Now, not discrediting the Bengals, but I just think the Bengals are a year or two ahead of their time. I just think, like, the Bengals kind of got lucky on certain games. Um, and, you know, they're just any given Sunday or any given day, whatever day they playing. But I just feel like the Bengals is, is, is not it's, it's not their time yet. I believe they're gonna have to eat this uh eat this loss and show them and they got that uh overcome adversity. Ain't no, it's nothing wrong trying to overcome adversity because that's life. <laughs> that's all life is trying to do is try to overcome that adversity. So I think the Chiefs can pull this one out. I think it could be similar to the same score that um was in week 17, but in reverse. I think that the Chiefs can win this 34-31. You know what I mean? Or 30-something. I believe that the Chiefs can consistently put up points, and I don't think the Bengals can consistently put up points. Now, if the Bengals can stop them and score sporadically and keep stopping the Chiefs, then it could be a different story. But I honestly don't see nobody with it containing the Chiefs. I thought the Bills was the answer in... You see how that went down. <laughs> oh, man. The second game of the uh, championship Sunday is the 49ers and the Rams. Round three. We know these guys got to see each other twice in the damn regular season. And now here they are to face each other where it matters the most. Who, <laughs> who is ready for the big game? Can the 49ers keep on bullying their opponent? Can they keep deboing their opponent? We got to remember, week 18, the 49ers pretty much bullied their way into the playoffs by beating the Rams. The Rams pretty much let this team in. So now it's pretty much it's up to the Rams to pretty much try to kill the beat that they created. Not saying, not saying that the 49ers wasn't a beast of a team already because they are solid too. I just don't like that quarterback play. I don't believe in Jimmy G at all. You know what I mean? I believe. Now, don't get me wrong. Jimmy G has good winning percentage. 
I believe he's batting between like a 67% winning uh, winning percentage. You know, I mean, 60-something. But um, Jimmy G is also <sighs> inconsistent. Jimmy G is also never there when the games matter, for real. You know, it's been times that Jimmy G had to miss a season. Uh, it's been like uh, last season. It's been times Jimmy G had to miss a couple of games, like this season and last season. So it's just like Jimmy G is just inconsistent in my eyes. Now, I'm not saying that... Uh, that rookie Trey Lance is ready to come in and fill that spot. You know, I believe that this is Jimmy G offense, and this is the only way that the 49ers can be. Now, if Jimmy G can't play, and Trey Lance got to come in, and it's a different story. But right now, at this game, Jimmy G has to finish this out. They're going to need his uh, whatever chemistry he gives off in their locker room. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, he's not a superstar quarterback. It's not like you got Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, or anybody else back there that's in that elite status. You know, so that's the only thing about it. The 49ers is going to have to just keep using Debo. That's it. Not saying that other players is not ready for this moment, but y'all rolled Debo hand pretty much midseason to now. And it's like, why stop the formula? Nobody really wants to tackle him. Nobody can really play him. Now, I believe that the Rams can stop them because the Rams do have good key pieces on that defense to stop them. Aaron Donald is one of them. You know, you got Jalen Ramsey. You got Vaughn Miller. And then, you know, the list goes on. You know, I'm not really too much of a Rams fan, but I'm pretty sure the Rams do have uh, great players on that or good players on that defense. You know, they were supposed to have been the scariest team in the NFL once they got Von Miller and OBJ. And they kind of living up to it. Not saying that they are the scariest team, but do you really want to go up against the Rams defense? They got good defensive line. They got good linebacker core. And they got good corners. Well, DBs. Jalen Ramsey. You know, even though, you know, some plays he do take plays off. But, hey. What great player really kind of don't really, you know, have a bad game, but you have a solid, you you had a bad play when Mike Evans scored that deep bomb touchdown, but you had a solid game. You had a solid playoff so far. You had a solid season. You know what I mean? So it, it, it just all going to boils down to who makes the least mistakes. That's all it's going to boil down to. It's going to come down to turnovers. In this game, who's going to make that 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 wrong that wrong? Ugh, you know, <laughs> can't even really find a damn word to say. But wh- whoever made the wrong move, the wrong major move, is that's what's going to burn their team. You know what I mean? Because if Stafford go out here and throw three interceptions, I believe the 49ers can win. If Jimmy Garoppolo Go out here and throw two interceptions, maybe one, you know, depending on how the game is swinging. Because if the if the 49ers had a momentum and the Rams is trying to gain momentum and that one turnover can get the Rams that momentum, can the 49ers capture that moment, that momentum again? That's going to, you know, that that's the key question I would like to see. And can Jimmy G lead them to that to that moment? You know, so this game, like I said, is going to come down to. Who wants some more least mistakes 
And if the Rams can win it, man, they hosting. They can be the second team that's hosting their, uh, hosting the Super Bowl in their stadium. The Buccaneers did it last year, so it's the possibility that the Rams can do it this year. And we will see. We will see, man. Like I said, man, it, this 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 weekend is going to be this championship weekend is going to be good. It's going to see some flaws, maybe. Of course, it's the part of the game. And we're going to see which team is really built for the Super Bowl. So, I think I'm going to go here. Uh, I'm going to take the 49ers. I believe it's going to be the Chiefs and the 49ers in the Super Bowl. You know, I, I believe the 49ers, as long as they keep that momentum, and as long as they just, you know, keep playing into their system, the 49ers can win. You know, not saying that the Rams won't win, but... For some strange reason, I feel like the Rams might not show up. You know what I mean? You know, don't don't get me the line, though. I could be wrong. It's just my opinion. I think the 49ers are going to keep bullying their way uh, into the Super Bowl. They've been doing it all season. Why stop now? But you never know. The, 40, the Rams might have something different to say. So that's my two picks. I'm taking the Chiefs and the 49ers to be in the Super Bowl. So we will see. We will see. Speaking of we will see, the Broncos hired the Packers OC, Nathaniel Hackett, today. And now we got all these questions out here asking now. And the main question is, for me, how the hell this guy get a job over uh, Bianami, the uh, offensive coordinator of the Chiefs? How? How? Tell me how. Don't get me wrong. Hackett, you have a good resume. You was the uh, Bills offensive coordinator. You was the Jaguars offensive coordinator and quarterback coach. And then you was the Packers uh, offensive coordinator this uh, past couple of years. But you telling me that the Chiefs offensive coordinator is not better qualified? This guy has been to the four. Four AFC championships, two Super Bowl uh, appearances. He's had a quarterback that's been MVP. He has an offense that's been efficient and rated number uh, in the top five for the last four to five years. Why isn't this man considered a job? I mean, didn't get the job. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some other stuff behind it other than, as we like to say, racist or racism. But I believe that Aaron Rodgers might be a key factor into this part, too. You know what I mean? I believe that now that John Elway is like, hey, Aaron Rodgers, you know, might be one foot in, one foot out. You're a good offensive coordinator a little bit. You got the Packers over some humps. You had them as best rec- one of the best records this year. How about you come over and then we maybe we can convince uh Aaron to come over here with us. You know, Mile High City. He got a nice, good arm, strong arm. The ass thin up here. We got a good offensive lineman. We got good key pieces, up and key pieces. Jared Judy and, uh, and uh, Sultan. They got a, already stayed the defense. And then shit, Peyton Manning came up there and won a Super Bowl. You can do it too. Because Aaron Rodgers has not won a Super Bowl in years. He only got one. So, 
you know, it's it just a lot can be played into this conversation, man. But I, I, I just think this is pretty much a step closer to try to get Aaron Rodgers into their, uh, onto their organization. You know, it, it, which which is cool. You know, what I mean, you gotta use what you got to get what you want. But you know, I I, I just don't see why that the Chiefs' offensive coordinator does not have a job because. You know, Sean Payton stepped away from the Saints. You know what I mean? Sean Payton's 58 years old. He was, uh, he coached the Saints since 2006. He was coach of the year 2009. Won a Super Bowl 2009. His overall record is 161 and 97. His uh, season is 152 and 89. His postseason is 9 and 8. Now, I guarantee you that this guy... Is in front of the line as soon as he's ready to coach again, and I and I'm not gonna guarantee that he's gonna go to the Cowboys because we don't know. My speculations, I believe, the way how all the NFL insiders are talking, it's, it's it's a possibility he might go to Dallas. Him and Jerry Jones got a good relationship and all that, but you still will pick him. Don't get me wrong, I understand he was a head coach and an offensive coordinator. The Chiefs has not been a head coach yet, but you're gonna still pick. Over over uh the Chiefs offensive coordinator? It's like, golly, how did how can how during the season Art was a head candidate? So was Brian Leftwich. And these two guys is getting jumped over by people that credentials they ain't really as good as theirs. Do you know what I mean? And don't get me wrong, Sean Payton, great coach. Hall of Fame coach, great offensive mind, great football mind, period. You know what I mean? But I honestly just like, yo, how how can you want a coach that can just quit on your team? He didn't live out his damn contract. I understand they got salary cap issues. They probably got uh, other issues that's probably deeper than football. But, dog, y'all want a coach that can just say, nah, I'm going to just go ahead and step away this year with no explanation, no nothing, you know what I mean, no, maybe no health issues or anything in that nature. And y'all want this guy to lead another football team, but it is okay for him just to quit on his team. You know, I understand, like, your mind, as a head coach, your mind's probably on a thousand every day, all day long. I get it. You know what I mean? I, I never been a coach before and you know, I do like to coach and I do give out my knowledge when it's time to be and then so you know, just to stress that when somebody's don't really follow your movement the way you want them to or try to coach them up to, it gets a little frustrating. That I do get. But at the same time, man, this guy walked away from his team, man. I'm not saying that he's a bad guy, and I'm not trying to pay him to be a bad guy, but how did he become the front runner if he walks away from a team, man? And he's still under contract. You know, and that's it's just, just mind-boggling to me a little bit. But, you know, business is business. The business is always going to move on. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I've just pretty much just state my opinion and try to understand. I hope y'all understand. try to understand with me. You feel me? Ah, to understand that the Pittsburgh Steelers are now in the market for a quarterback.
Why is that, Dev? Because Big Ben finally retired. He put his retirement on in the day. I ain't even going to put no hate on Big Ben. Not this time. You know what I mean? I'm going to give his roses why he can still smell them, man. Big Ben is a Hall of Fame quarterback. I believe he should be first ballot as soon as his time is up to walk through there, man. Big Ben was a pillar to a quarterback that everybody should almost live up to try to be. Now, now, <laughs> before y'all uh, jump, uh, jump on those words, I still believe Big Ben got away with those uh, rape charge, as you can say. You know what I mean? I believe he might have did some things, but, you know, money can pace. But inside of football, Big Ben is the pillar of a quarterback that you all like to be. The guy was tough. The guy took hits. The guy waited his time. The guy was never on, you know, a, a, a rampage about how this is not fair to him and why this and why that. He played. And he played the game like it was supposed to be played. He took his bumps and his lumps as you supposed to. My man was just to be bagged up with ice. He, you know what I mean? He tore his ligament off his elbow. He, he took big shots from Bart Scott. He, he, he took a lot of hits, man, through his 18 seasons. But through his 18 seasons, he was a two-time Super Bowl champ. He had 165 wins. He had 418 passing touchdowns. He was an eight time AFC North champ. He was 7-10 against my beloved Ravens. 17-10. And he was a six-time Pro Bowler. That's a Hall of Fame that's a Hall of Fame resume right there. So you know what I mean? Big Ben, man, it's been great seeing you on the TV. It's going to seem a little different now that you ain't there. That now that I can't say that Big Ben is the is the reason why the Steelers is getting held back a little bit. You know, not to say that Big Ben wasn't the reason. At times, his age did show that Big Ben was like, yo, you got to go. But still, as a leader, as a competitor, as a as a you know what I mean, as as a and as a man, you gotta give Big Ben his respect, man. He 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 deserves you know, a Hall of Fame. He deserved that gold jacket when it's this time. So, shout out to you, Big Ben, man. I'm pretty sure you got a lot of opportunities coming your way, man. So, I wish you nothing but the best in whatever it is you do. I'm pretty sure you're going to be somewhere close to football. <laughs> All right, man. That switch gears a little bit. Let's get to the basketball. NBA. I'm going to get y'all some of these Scores last night scores real quick. The Bucks versus the Cavs. The Cavs got that 115-99 behind Kevin Love off the bench, 25 points. But Kevin Love just be scoring buckets off the bench. How come he don't start? It's like, do y'all just want to just, I don't know. I, I, I just don't get it. And, boy, let me tell you about this game. This game was a fucking blowout. This game I didn't even watch it, and I'm glad I kind of didn't. I wish I kind of did, but I didn't. But, anywho, the Hornets and the Pacers. The Hornets got that on 158 to 126. 158 to 126. Number one, there was no defense played in this game. <laughs> it's, it's clear and evident. Number two, the Hornets took advantage of the Pacers not playing defense. <laughs> then number three, 
Long, uh, uh, LaMelo Ball took offense because he got a triple-double in this goddamn blowout. 29 points, 10 rebounds, 13 assists. And the Hornets broke their franchise record of the most points ever scored in their history. It's like, God damn, boy. Woo! <laughs> oh, man, that's just like, what the fuck, man? That, that, no defense was played in that game. It was clear. Uh, the Clippers and the Magics. Uh, the Clippers got that 111-102 behind Coffee, 19 points. The Kings and the Hawks. The Hawks got that one, 121-104 behind Trey Young, 17 points, 10 assists. The Knicks and the Heat. I was kind of watching that game a little bit. And the Heat got that one, 110-96 behind Duncan Robinson, 25 points. He was he was scoring last night, boy. The Knicks, the Knicks uh, I don't know. Hopefully, you know, once they start incorporating Cam Reddish into their, into their team a little bit more and they figure out what they're going to do about uh, a point guard, really. Maybe, I think. They got to do something in this trade, in this trade before the trade deadline comes up because the Knicks is going to be a first-round team again if they, they, if they get there. Uh, the Nuggets and the Nets. The Nuggets got that one, 124 to 118 behind Jokic, 26 points and 10 rebounds. Man, the Nets starting to look like duty. James Harden is frustrated. You know what I mean? Uh, he's saying he doesn't want out. But it's just kind of crazy how you say you don't want out, but you didn't play this game due to a hamstring injury. You know what I mean? Duh, it's like you want to come to Brooklyn. I understand with Kyrie um, playing part-time and on the away games. KD hurt right now, and then a bunch of other injuries that's plaguing the Nets right now. Duh, you're supposed to be a superstar, an all-star. You're supposed to be out here dropping buckets. Not saying that you're not dropping buckets because you are a walking 30 in any given time. But, dog, you supposed to be out here leading this Nets until KD and Kyrie is, it can be available. But it looked like you're doing the same thing you uh, you did with Houston a little bit. And, you know, James Harden is one of my favorite players in the NBA. Love his game. Love his passion when he do show you all that passion. But right now, man, James Harden just don't look like James Harden right now, man. Hopefully he'll shake it back up, man, and the Nets can pick it back up. The Raptors and the Bulls. The Bulls got that with 111 to 105 behind uh, DeMar DeRose at 29 points. And he was he was killing the Raptors last night, man. They was I was watching the game. It was like out of all these games that uh, he's been scoring, all these points, he's rarely shooting threes. They is mainly mid-range. So uh, hopefully DeMar DeRozan is in this MVP candidate uh, conversation, man, because he has to be. Speaking of MVP candidates, this guy should be in there, John Morant, because his Grizzlies beat the Spurs one eighteen to one ten, and John Morant scored forty one points. He has been killing shit all season. So right now, I can say Steph can be in my MVP conversation. Joel Embiid should be in the MVP conversation. Demar Derozan, John Morant, all my like top four people that should be in the MVP conversation. Maybe Devin Booker also. Because Devin Booker scored 43 points and 12 rebounds as the Suns beat the Jazz 105-97. So that's five people I like to put in the MVP conversation. Not just because they're electrifying. You know, they are electrifying. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but 
They are showing like they are the reason that their teams are what why they are. The Bulls wasn't all that good with Zach Levine and, and Vucevic last year. But they had DeMar DeRozan, top team in the uh, East. John Morant wasn't all. He, they was leading. Each year he's getting better and better. And as he's getting better and better, his team's getting better and better. That could be a reason. Steph Curry. Of course Steph Curry should be in there. It's Steph Curry. He should always be in the conversation unless he's having a bad year or he's not playing at all. And then Devin Booker. How long we've been saying Devin Booker has been the man in Phoenix for a long time before Phoenix started getting televised? Devin Booker been dropping 30-something points a game. So, you know what I mean? they I believe they're my top five players that's uh pretty much like in the MVP conversation. And then the last game was the Mavs versus the Blazers. The Mavs got that one 132 to 112 behind Porzingis 22 points. You know, so... There you have it, guys. You know what I mean? It's just hopefully the uh we got a couple games on the NBA tonight. We got the Lakers playing tonight. Hopefully, you know, these guys can do something because LeBron not playing tonight. So uh hopefully they can try to do something with the Sixers. Uh and then we got the Timberwolves and the Warriors play tonight. That should also be an interesting game because the Timberwolves is kind of trying to make noise, especially with uh Ant-Man and D-Lo and Cat. Uh, so that should be an interesting game. And, you know, if my wife let me watch uh, basketball tonight, hopefully I can watch that. You know, sometimes I be hawking the TV. <laughs> but, no, nah, man. It just, this NBA is getting very interesting, man. I want to see how, what, what moves can be made in this, uh, Trade deadline. And hopefully the Lakers can make some type of moves too, man, because we need it. God know we goddamn need it. <laughs> and if we can get some good key players, some good bench players, man, because I don't know what they're going to do about Russ. Hopefully they can try to turn this thing around with Russ. Um, But honestly, we, we need key players. And if we don't get no key players, um, no key bench players, it's going to be hard for us to come out the West this year. So, <laughs> hopefully we get it. And then, uh, that's it, guys. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to let y'all go from here. You feel me? Just, you know, keep your eye on that AFC uh, championship and the NFC championship. And uh, we'll uh, get back to it again on the, uh, on the next episode. And who's going to be in the Super Bowl? And then uh, I'm already putting together the roundtable is coming soon. So it's going to be my Thoughts, My Opinion, Sports Podcast, the roundtable episode. I got two guys that's already committed. I'm still looking for maybe two more people, including myself. You know what I mean? I'm going to be there. I'm going to be the host. And y'all already know how it's going to be there. I already got the questions on. Well, I'm gathering the questions on what we're going to talk about, but like I said, I'm still looking for two more people. Um, so, yeah. You know what I mean? As always, thank y'all for tuning in to this episode, man. Tell a friend that want to be a friend that could possibly be a friend that this episode is out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let them know that My Thoughts, My Opinion Sports Podcast is giving you the hottest information and the hottest opinions. Mine, of course. <laughs> you feel me? But, no. Nah, on a real though, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. Y'all can catch 
uh, the episodes on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and now on Good Parts. So check the kid out. Show me some love. You feel me? Check my Instagram out. My Instagram is going to tell you when my episode is dropping, what uh, episode is out, what's going on in the sports world, and occasionally I might throw some uh, motivational stuff out there. You feel me? Because we all need that motivation to take that step forward to become the better person that we are, the better person that we can be. You feel me? So check out my IG. That's my THTS, my opinion, underscore sports podcast. You ain't got IG, man. Don't worry. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> my Twitter going to have pretty much the same thing. You know what I mean? That's my THTS, my opinion. If you ain't got that, man, just hit the kid up on Gmail. You feel me? You want to come on the podcast? You want to go stat for stat? Have a good debate? You know what I mean? Just holler at me at mythtsmypen at gmail.com. You feel me? So, there you have it. Like I said, I always appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. And I'll holler at y'all on the next episode. Until then, y'all already know the quote. You ain't first, you last.